What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Dig Paul, I really love you without a doubt. I can't wait until I see you next. We should make out. We can put on some slow music and even light some candles. Fletcher can film. Nah, better yet, we all know that our love is what is actually too hot to handle. Wow. Talk about an election, huh? <laughs> it's real close. Dude, it's it's scary close. Yeah. I didn't think I did not think it was gonna be this close. I I I'm so surprised. I'm so surprised at uh, how well Biden's doing. I didn't think he was going to do that well. I'm going to be honest. I woke up to, uh, this morning covered in, covered in blood. Uh, related to the election? or just? I, be- I believe it to be related to the election, okay. to the 2020 election. All right. I, uh, I woke up. There's blood all over my face, all over the blankets. <laughs> I, evidently, in my sleep, I was so concerned with, the, with the, what was happening in Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania that I started clawing at my face. If you zoom in, you can see a little hole that is formed in the side of my massive fucking nose. Wow. Right here. Um, wow. Yeah, just, just dripping blood. and uh, It's a real bloodbath out there. Right it now, really you know? is. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, do you guys know, today I woke up and obviously hit the, the internet immediately yeah, to see what's going on. Of course. As any sane person yeah, should home. be. Yep. And as I'm looking what's going on and I'm looking back of what we had in 2020, we're, we're living that year that our like kids are going to talk about. I know. Mm-hmm. You know, know in your history book and you're like, man, that was crazy yeah. to mm-hmm. live through it. Yeah. It, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to be the, the year that people talk about it. I just want to coast. It's, no, it's going to be good because when we have kids, we don't have to be present anymore. Like, trust me, there's going to be technology. Like, Dave and I were talking about this today when we we're like 50, kind of 60, fed up, let's say. Like, yeah, yeah. like we probably had enough. We just slip in our VR headsets and we can just clock out and go be young again in a peaceful, happy Damn, time. you're already thinking oh, yeah. of abandoning your kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ha, I will not be around. <laughs> I'll be 150 years old in a fucking VR headset on on Mars, living my best life. Ocu- on the Oculus. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, president, the, the next president is not the only thing being voted on uh, in this election. A lot of ballots, including Prop 22, which passed here in California. All so right. that means Lyft and Uber and essential ser- services like Postmates as well as Instacart yeah. uh, can, can, can continue running. Um, also, Oregon. Or, or Oregon? Or Oregon Trail. Oregon. Oregon? Oregon. Or, 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 Oregon. Oregon Measure 110. The decriminalization of all drugs. You can now legally That's bullshit. possess that crack is, that, cocaine. No, no, Stop fucking it. way. I, I shit you Stop not. Uh, you, are, you are up for a max fine of $100 for having anything from crack to heroin to methamphetamine. Yo, you're lying. You're uh, lying. This was voted by, by a 59 percentage uh, vote. Now, this is, I, I tweeted about this, the first step in um, something that may work better than the current drug war, which we've ha- employed in this country for a long time, that hasn't worked. It, the, dr- the war on drugs has not worked. And uh, you know, other countries like Amsterdam and, and other places in Europe have decriminalized the use of all drugs, offered safe places for users, offered even utensils, clean needles. Um, oh, they offer clean yeah, needles? Yeah, in certain countries. And so um, they, uh, they're going to be taking some of the money 
from the fines that you can get for possession and devoting it solely to drug addiction treatment and recovery. I think they've found that jail time for drugs does not work. Exactly. Once they stop looking at this as like, like let's write them off. These guys are losers. They're they're, they're criminals. Criminals and start realizing for what it is, and it's ill people. They yep. they got caught oh, in a situation. Need, they need rehabilitation. They need rehabilitation. Yeah. So it's it's honestly I, I'm very proud of that. And also, uh, I can't wait to see if it works. Because I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, 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 I'm in line to follow. I think the theory is that if you're going to do uh, heroin, you're probably going to do it regardless of whether it's legal, legal. or exactly. not legal. Exactly. Is it one of those things? Yeah, is, people want what they can't have. So, like for example, growing up, uh, for us, cigarettes wasn't popping. It wasn't like a... I mean, for me, I don't know. No, no, you no. Guys. You're, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It wasn't... But also... It wasn't like a big no-no, you know what I mean? Like it was like, all right, we already know it's bad for you. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So I feel like once it's legal and we'll be more educated on it, people might not want to dabble that's with that. That's crazy. That's I believe cra- they also fully legalized uh, psilocybin mushrooms, and I I, I haven't looked uh, at the whole bill, and I don't know if it's if it's medicinal or recreational, but I saw a bunch of bands from the Oregon area, Portugal, the man, great band that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, promoting this bill to legalize psilocybin mushrooms. I, you know, there's been a lot of discoveries around its benefit for P- PTSD sufferers, anxiety sufferers. And so I think you're going to start to see psilocybin uh, testing rear its head in, in, in many states as well. So Oregon leading, leading the front on, uh, on so a lot of drug related stuff. Holy shit. Is that Dylan, our fucking producer? Wow. Is he back? <laughs> All right. All right. Hair looks, your hair looks incredible, dude. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, we we uh we got a, we got a Dylan, our producer, back slash Booker because you know, with quarantine, it was becoming hard to to nail down guests. Uh, uh, and looks yeah, anyways, like good, good to have you back, Dill. Hey man. Yeah. All right. Hey. Up, looks like he's been spending a little bit too much time in Oregon with that hair right now. <laughs> oh, oh, fly, yes, it looks good. Level. It looks good, bro. Amazing. Uh, uh, marijuana. I'm excited to see you, man. Marijuana. Yep. Legalize. Five states. Six, five five more states. New Jersey, Arizona, Montana, yep. South Dakota, yep. Nebraska. Uh, some, some Arizona went, did it? Yeah, Arizona rec, did it. They went straight to rec. There's some med legal stuff going on. Also, also a lot of um a lot of steps taken to increase uh diversity in the government. You know, I'm sure there's some people out there who like slash don't like that. I think it's a, a good step forward for people of uh, so. non binary and, yeah. and other it, you know, there's a lot of other measures on the bill besides just Trump and Biden, and uh, I think that that decision is going to take a little bit longer than we thought. One decision that won't take too long is who our guest is on today's yeah, yeah. Uh, Impulsive episode. It's quite the advocate for political reform. Oh, yeah. I want to bring her on. Yeah. Our guest today makes a lot of racks <laughs> with her rack. Very nice. She's a model and entrepreneur. <laughs> she's the founder of Shag Mag. She's flashed the World Series in Game 5, and she's my brother's lover. For now, ladies and gentlemen, it's Julia Rose. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Good to have you. Thanks. Welcome to the shit show. Yeah. Oh, the shit show. It is that <laughs> real shit show. The real shit show. <laughs> How you feeling? You you feeling as uh in, in, in as much turmoil as the rest of us Americans at this moment in time? Yeah, definitely. I feel like whenever there's change, there's turmoil. You know, so. That's true, but 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 some um. Some markets are thriving. The stock market went up today. Yeah, my portfolio is doing well. It, I know. That's what I'm thinking, too. Strangely, I thought the uncertainty would push it in the other direction. But, I mean, what, up 6 7%? Yeah, it's good. You, you diversified in that way? Like, I know you're a businesswoman. I want to talk yeah. to you about all that stuff. But are you, like, are you diversified? How, how 
what's I'm not the, gonna what's, say I'm diversified. Okay. No, I'm not gonna dive deep into stocks right now because. No. <laughs> no, no stocks, no stocks for you. I mean, we can we can dive deep if you want, but I'd rather not. Okay, <laughs> but even like you have some money in stocks or not at all. Um, not right now, no. Okay. I've definitely done like research with stocks. Um, one of my main goals is to be the youngest woman at IPO. So if I, I have to do that before I'm 35, nice. In order to do that, but I'm definitely like listen before like it's only been recent within like the last couple of years of like trying to learn. There's a lot of lingo and like terminology that it's, goes into it's it. It's hard. So yeah, it's hard. It's hard to force yourself to do something that everyone around you says is important, but that you don't really care about. Like yeah. I, I, I really didn't, I envy your uh, business acumen cause I didn't really care about anything business related. And my, my manager, Jeff is even shaking his head over there <laughs> until like, honestly, like recently, yeah, maybe the last yeah. like eight months, I think it was just maybe like a, a maturity thing. Yeah. I feel, I feel like they should start teaching that in school. That's what sucks is like, mm. you don't literally learn anything about stocks or anything like that in school. Yeah, like like in high school and something. At least in Texas, you don't learn about that. Ohio was the same. The curriculum is uh, disappointing to say the least. I mean, even history. We were talking about this at the gym the other day. History in Texas is Texas history. You don't even really learn about like world history. You learn Texas history. Well, Texas is the size of the world, so like technically, (laughs) Texas is the world if you're in Texas. Right. If you're in Central Texas, like there's not much else you need to know. Did you always have a passion for business, or was that something that right? No, not at all. I kind of grew up in like the customer service, like waiting tables and bartending and like really diving into like the service industry. Never. If you would ask me like five years ago, if I would see myself ever being like a CEO or businesswoman, absolutely not. No. And your business has taken off too. Like I, I I pulled up your, uh, your, your Instagram profile Mm -hmm. here and I'm going to be honest, just, just, just being on it feels like I'm cheating on my girlfriend. This is, it's a, it's a dangerous place to be for, for men in a relationship. Why? I just... Oh, she voted. That's <laughs> <laughs> the girls voted twice. Actually, that's great. I, there's just a lot. There's a lot of skin, and there's nothing wrong with it. But I, I, you know, if I was just like, if I was casually browsing Instagram and I was on your page, I, I don't see my girlfriend Josie not saying like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. You know. You know. Does that make sense? Yeah. So is your demographic primarily single males? I mean, I can't say single males. Or I don't quiet know. Male, yeah. male, 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 males, male. Single, single males are very, very quiet married men. There you go. <laughs> just very quiet. Just, but uh, definitely males. Yeah, though. definitely males. Yeah, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be like, yeah, it's half and half. No. What's the uh, percentage? I'd say 90% men. 90, 10? 90, 10, yeah. Uh, you want me to check? I actually, yeah. Okay, it, I can check. I, I, I would say 95. 95. Five. We have bets? Let's put some bets on it. I'm going to say 93. You say 95. 95, 5. 95.5. I'm not a betting man. Come on. You're not a betting man? I would say, I would say she's, I mean, I'm trying to think of some other stuff. I'll I mean, bet you, you do some. I used to 93. I'll bet you 100. Uh, you do some stuff okay. in support of, fe, of, okay. of the female body. I would go a little bit. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say 88.12. Okay, let's see. It's not popping up. Fuck that. 94.6. I changed Am I doing something wrong? <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Okay. Instagram Where is it? Yeah, they take a bit to to you load. Have like a little shadow thing. Like Let I'm me see. Here. Oh, oh, I have a privacy screen. She has this screen where you, the person next You're to you can't see your screen. Yeah, we call it the cheat no, screen. No, I, I have nudes <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> uh, I know. I get I get called out. It's, I have nudes literally, like my phone case. 
Georgie got it. It's 92. Male, 8% women. I have uh, Cash App. I have (laughs) Apple Pay. (laughs) Fantastic. All right, so primarily Anytime somebody has that on their screen, I get so like, what are you hiding? I get it, but like even my phone screen says it. Your nudes are safe with me. I constantly have other women's nudes on here. So the last thing I want is someone next to me being able to see like if I'm going to the magazine or what I'm doing. I get it. It looks bad. No, 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 no. You you hit it right on the head. We get it. Totally like, yeah. Like again, you're a businesswoman. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> we keep we keep talking about this businesswoman. We should we should qualify. Yeah, I agree. Qualify you for a second here. So, um, prior to the OnlyFans boom that was mid 2019 to 2020, you had already started a magazine by the name of Shag Mag, which mm-hmm. was a subscription based, correct, mm-hmm. uh, magazine for. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or uh, expose, nudity, Mm -hmm. uh, very tasteful. Right, not yeah. not super sexual in nature. Yeah. Um, what did you? H- how did you? F- how did you feel about the kind of OF boom? Did you feel slighted by it? Did you think it? You know, it, it um, confirmed your belief about what you were doing. How has it been for you competing with the the conglomerate that is OnlyFans? I wouldn't really necessarily they say like they're a direct competition. I'm um, definitely with the boom of it. It was a bittersweet thing because I feel like it definitely opened up a lot of people's minds to it one models it opened up a lot of models minds to the you know whole nudity thing but it also opened up a lot of investors minds in silicon valley when they saw the boom of it so it definitely changed people's opinions on like around nudity and certain platforms like that i will say though it did like it was bittersweet because a lot of women would come with us first and do like topless like post topless for the first time in shag mag and then go on to create an OnlyFans. so i definitely feel like we were helping them in a way and mm-hmm. that kind of that sucked is like okay here we are we like put on all this work we have models pose for the first time topless and they just end up making an OnlyFans. but we do it in a different way i think the content on shag mag is completely different than the content on OnlyFans. what is what is it that differentiates you would you say I would say it's it's the way it's shot. We definitely do like um, different like heavily not heavy but different themed Themes, issues. Yeah. We've done like Mad Max. We've done like the Fast and Furious type thing. We just did like a James Bond type theme, and we like to do it in a way that they can see these girls in a light like they haven't seen them before. So you you know we take these influencers and we kind of put them in this like fantasy category where these guys are like maybe big into cars. So we throw like a major model into cars and kind of shoot her in a way that she hasn't really been shot before. Okay, cool. So there's a bit of a taste that yeah, comes with taste. not not just like a bathroom mirrored like naked no, selfie. No, no. And our photographer Sam Damchek, he's actually been of course. Yeah, he's one of the he's a brilliant, brilliant photographer. Yeah. So he shoots it in a way. You know, there's a fine line when you shoot content like this, and we like to stay on like the classier end of things. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Do men care? Yeah. Do you think? I think. Well, okay. This I think they care because once you pass a certain threshold, you know, they say like weed's like a gateway drug. If sure. like their nudity can be like sometimes men will want more and they'll see how much they can push and they want more and more and mm. more. So if you keep giving them that, it's hard to go backwards. So I definitely think they care. These models that you <laughs> featured in Shag Mag that then transitioned to OnlyFans, uh, did you expect them to stick around? Was that because OnlyFans is very beneficial for the model? Yeah. Like no, 100%, themselves. You know what I'm saying? And Shag yeah. Mag, you own Shag Mag. Yeah. So uh, similar to the way like, 
Playboy uses Playmates. Yeah. They're employees, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, because we always like to say, like, Shag Mag, we like to call ourselves, like, one of the best comments we've gotten is that Shag Mag is Playboy's hotter sister. So I like to, like, use that in a way. And it's it's hard because, obviously, when Playboy did things back in its day, it was a completely different time. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, easier to have more, like, signed, talent, dedicated faces to the brand. And nowadays it is harder with platforms like OnlyFans. And it's not that I, like wanted it to stick them to stick around it was just kind of like you know you start this movement and you get girls like really comfortable with it and then they just and i'm 100 percent supportive like i want them to go off and do their own thing but it was almost like only fans was benefiting from shag mag getting their foot in the door yeah these models that you feature this is this is fascinating to me do they come to you saying i i want the world to see more of me i want to utilize this uh this this body that i've been blessed with or or is there like convincing from your end to say, hey, I think you have potential in this arena. Yeah, I mean, it definitely goes hand in hand. I think in the beginning, it was more on the second part of like, I kind of had to, you know, find these faces that I could kind of get them on the same page with the vision and like understand mm. like this is a celebration. Like when you come out and you kind of say like, this is who I am and you own it. I had to like really like get them on board with the mission and stuff. And as time has gone on and girls have really seen the platform and like what it stands for, now it's kind of came to where it's flipped and girls come to us and they kind of like really want to get behind it. There's still girls that, you know, are kind of unsure and they want to see like the brand and what it really stands for and what a shoot looks like before doing it. I think there's a certain um, <clears throat> level of reluctance on certain girls' parts to join OnlyFans. It's a, it's a, it's a, a strange, um, obstacle that i think that they'll continue to struggle with that you know only fans is only built for a certain person right yeah have you thought about parting with a portion of your ip a portion of your ownership a portion of the revenue that comes in as a result of someone uh taking part in one of these magazines or are you completely sticking by the idea of uh of employing people and 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 uh and and giving them a feature to boost their socials right yeah definitely i like i like giving girls the feature to boost their social are you saying like have someone featured like bring someone on in the magazine and give them well, like equity I, I, yeah i just think at the end of the day like as more and more people join OnlyFans and it becomes more and more mainstream you're going to start to really wrestle with the idea that uh, that girls get in their heads that, hey, I can go do this on my own channel, mm -hmm. make $400,000, you know, for a good, really solid shoot if it's a big enough influencer. Yeah, of course. Or I can go do this for free for a social bump from Shagbag. And so it's like, at what point do you start to twist your business model to really get competitive and really start to uh, bring in the right people? Stay yeah. consistent on top. Staying well, okay, so this is the thing, is I don't see us as a direct competitor with OnlyFans. I think, you know, it can kind of go hand in hand. Where a girl, yeah, she can continue to do her own thing on OnlyFans, yep. but when you come onto Shag Mag and you get a boost, I mean, we've had talent within 24 hours gain 100,000 followers from being featured, mm -hmm. which then directly correlates into OnlyFans subscribers, which makes her more money in the end. Sure. So I don't think I'm trying to compete with these girls only fans i'm not saying like you can only be in shagma you can only be on OnlyFans. it's kind of just like a boost it goes hand in hand if a girl's growing on OnlyFans and they want to see her in a way in shagmag let's bring on shagmag we get growth from her fans and she gets growth from our fans so it's kind of like a correlation of it, so it sounds more like a media play which i'm sure you already know this yeah. than a platform and yeah so like you're it's similar to a bar stool mm -hmm. they're not trying to be the best in town they're not trying to come you know con contest uh, yeah. or, or compete with Facebook or Instagram. They're just another rocket yeah. ship for an already existing, mm -hmm. you know, model or person. Yeah, I exactly. get that. Right. Uh, this is a new platform that it's within five years. If something's in the five year mark for me that I consider that new. Yeah. 100%. So my question to you is, have you ever 
brought a girl on, did a whole production, and then right before it launches, or maybe a day at the launch, they're like, hey, I, I don't want to do this. Could mm. you pull it out? Mm. Knock on wood. No, we have not had that happen yet. I think what it, it, it's normally they're more um, apprehensive in the beginning. And then they come on, they work with Sam, they work with me, and they see like how professional the sets are and how well orchestrated it is. And it is like a production. It's not just like a, you know, iPhone type photography. And I think once they see the professionalism in it and they see how passionate I am and the team is about like really, really making a difference and like shooting this kind of content, I think it's they're even more excited to release it. Like once they see the physical issue, I think on set, you know, still they're kind of like, this is really fun, but I, you know, you want it. We shoot everything in film, so it's not like you get to see it immediate. So then once we get everything developed, they get to sit there and look at it. They're even more excited, and they're like, yeah, let's fucking do this. Oh, amazing! Is, is this is it is this scary posing nude? Like, cause I'm gonna be honest, I feel I'm confident in my body. Like, <laughs> sure. I'd say I got like a like one of those hot bods. Mm-hmm. I'm even confident in my macropenis, but I don't think I could walk around. <laughs> A set with like a bunch of people watching just straight up nude. Is it different? I mean, it's definitely it's different and it's different in like obviously being a woman in our generation It's still really not okay But I think that's why I want to do what I would you know if it wasn't scary and it wasn't different I don't think I'd be doing it. I don't oh, think yeah. I would be wanting mm-hmm. to do it. So yeah, don't get me wrong It's definitely scary. You put yourself out there. It's probably one of the most vulnerable places you can be You're just kind of like this is me take it or leave it, but I am so sorry <laughs> Answer is your mom. Uh, Pam. No. <laughs> Tell her. I love no. you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into it. Uh. <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, listen, and like I said, like people are always like, is it scary? Is it 100% scary? You're putting yourself out there. But if it wasn't scary, I don't think Shagmag would be Shagmag. You're absolutely right. Here's why this is interesting. Because I know you grew up in a conservative household. So conservative. I read somewhere that you weren't allowed <laughs> to wear a bikini until you were 18. Yeah. <laughs> what does that jump look like? Well, so I grew up in a really, really small town in Texas. Like we had like a gas station, a library, like it was a really small town. And we kind of just grew up, you know, you're taught that you have to be covered in order to be respected. And I wasn't even really to wear shorts unless like my fingertips covered like the ends of the shorts. Like if I raised my hands and my stomach shut, my dad was probably like cursing my (laughs) What if you had long arms? Exactly. I do have long arms too. <laughs> that's that's Yeah, it sucks. Wait, if if you don't mind me asking, what is the relationship between you and your father now? So I actually, so I was adopted. Um, I have my adopted dad who kind of raised me, and then I have my biological father who I met when I was thirteen. Both relationships are like, you know, pretty rocky. But I know like it used to be bad, but now it's like in the mindset of like it comes from a place of love. Like at the end of the day, they are a dad, and they do have like their you know, different outlooks because of how they were raised. So it's not, I'm not looking at it as like, oh, they're, they don't agree with what I'm doing because, you know, they're out to get me. It's more, they don't really get it. They don't see it. And it's like, Are, do you guys still communicate? Uh, every once in a while. I mean, we're not like talking every day, but it's definitely like a check in. Like, how are things going? They don't get, like, they truly have no idea what I'm really doing. Oh, so they don't know you're doing this magazine. I mean, they, no, they know, they, they know about Shag Mag. They know like the gist of it, but they have no idea, like the scale of it, like what, what, wh- how much work is actually put into it? You got it. Okay. So is they clearly weren't watching the World Series back in. <laughs> or, or were they? Was that conversation? Or, or, at, or at Six Flags? <laughs> no. You did um, it at I Six Flags? Yes. <laughs> Children there. No, okay. That, that. She, she got in like kind oh, of trouble yeah, for we, it. I did get I, I didn't get in trouble. Can I tell that story? What, sure. should, okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, okay. First of all, there was a lot of thought put into that. It wasn't like, listen, I know there's kids at Six Flags. I was sitting front row. It was the tallest <laughs> roller coaster and Six Flags, okay? So, like, if anyone could see that, they're, like, no one could see that. 
So well, I mean, one of these yeah, varies the because X-Men. I'm 27 and I can't probably even ride that ride right now. <laughs> so height is, you know, it was front it's, row. It's, it's, no one it. was in front of me. And this is the thing is, every time someone says kids, it's like, listen, I get it, but like, I don't feel like kids are the ones sexualizing nudity. I don't think a kid looks at boobs and is like, I think. Sorry, but older men, middle-aged men, are the ones that sexualize nudity, and women sexualize nudity, and so like they automatically think the kid is thinking what they're thinking. Do you think? Do you think nudity has lost its uh, its sanctity because of the internet? I mean, like, what what eight-year-old kid out there hasn't uh, seen a, a a set of titties? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I was like, nine nine that, years that, old. The first I'm... piece of porn I ever googled, I typed in girls' boobs. Boobs. <laughs> but that's what I'm she, saying. She popped up. No, she... <laughs> Uh, which is crazy. <laughs> which is crazy that there's actually probably kids their first boobs yeah. were. Oh, yours. for absolutely. Yeah. But whoa, you- is that cool? Kinda. <laughs> I mean, sometimes some kids, your first vlog was their first vlog that do you they think, saw. Do you think a kid's ever gonna come up to you in like ten years and be like, Julia, I gotta tell you, <laughs> you're the first pair of boobs I ever saw. I hope so. I guarantee. Is that a, that's that'd be a, that'd be a moment. That'd, that'd be, be a, a moment. I remember the first nipple I ever saw. What was Sword it? God, it's a big de- dude. It's a big deal it was for probably boys. your mom's. Yeah. What's my mom? Oh, I mean, I guess if you want, I don't even remember seeing hers. Like, because <laughs> you black that you out. That shit out. <laughs> no, when you get when you get like five, six years old, eventually, it's probably not a reason you should be seeing your pa- your mom's nips. Right? Did you breastfeed? It depends what I did breastfeed, but not in kindergarten. Right? Oh yeah, true. No, I don't so, know. Oh, Pam told me you breastfed until first grade. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, did I? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I, I was in school. And there was a girl walking to my right. I'm not going to say her name, obviously. Wait, what grade were you in? I was in, in fifth grade. Okay. So one of my first days of fifth grade, and there was a girl walking to my right, and we had heard about these, these so-called boobs, <laughs> right? But they didn't exist really that much in fourth grade. And then all of a sudden, in fifth grade, you know, these girls started developing these curves. I was like, this is crazy. They, but anatomically, biologically impossible. Some of them. That was why it was what? special. That was why it was special. Because only the select few had the curves that the so-called was she a horse girl? in the microwave. Exactly. Like, the girls, the girls that were loved horses were the ones with curves. I can't believe you said that. This girl was the horse girl. I, I, <laughs> Wait, was she a horse girl because she laughed like this? Or because she <laughs> no, rode she rode horses. Oh, okay. she was, she, that's that's fucking crazy. I, but anyways, yeah, I remember walking and her sh- her shirt like was uh it it wasn't taught and I like snuck up peak and i was like this is the, dare you this is the greatest day of my life. i just saw my first nipple and it was uh yeah it was a moment 20 years later i'm still talking about it so we, I, I think this i think there's definitely room for you to make a serious impression with your boobs thank you <laughs> can we go back to the to the uh growing up for a second do you yeah. think that the uh quote unquote tight leash that existed for you that was put in place by uh fathers that were adopted father or whatever mm-hmm. uh could have led to this way of life do you believe in that that idea that a tight leash some sometimes leads to uh yeah the person then breaking the collar yeah i definitely sense? think i've thought about it a lot because i've like thought about this of like why i'm so passionate about it but i definitely think listen i think however you grow up plays a huge part in who you become mm. but i think it was just kind of instilled in me of just i never i never understood it like even when they were like even the boys we would run around like in the sprinklers out in the front yard and I never understood like why do the boys get to run around in just swim trunks and we have to be like fully covered it was just like I don't know I just never understood why it was so important like I should be respected no matter what if I'm sitting here topless I should respect it if I'm sitting here in a suit I should be respected can I ask was that before or after you started coming into your own body it was it was 
It was, I think, throughout, like, even when I was, li- like, a, like first grade-ish little, like, I'd be like, I don't understand, like, just why. Just an instinct. Yeah, just kind of like, mm. why, like, I'd ask my grandma, like, okay, well, why do all my, you know, my cousins, all the boys, they get to run around literally in, like, underwear. They were just, like, in their little boxers running around the sprinklers. Like, yeah. why are the girls taught you have to be completely covered in order to have the same respect as them? So I just kind of just You didn't like the it. double standard. Yeah. Uh, from from a young age. But then you grow up, the thing is, you grow up, and then I, I think I appreciate the double standard now because... You know, if I was a man, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. So there is a, a double standard, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad thing. Are you capitalizing on the double standard? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I bet. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of double standards that exist between women and men. Yeah. Are all of them unfair? I'm not going to say any, like, I don't think they're unfair, no. I mean, I will say, like, the pay, the pay shit, that's, that's pretty unfair. The, the Exam- example, dude sleeps with a lot of women, it's a fucking boss. Woman sleeps with a lot of men. Slut. See, that's, I mean, when it comes, when it comes opinion based, it's hard to judge what's fair and what's not fair. Cause like when it comes down to opinions and like who cares about what a girl's doing versus what a guy's doing like that shit, like how are you really going to judge if that's fair or not? When it comes down to like logistics of like a man and a woman at the exact same position at a job, a man can be paid more than her. And it's like, like it's, it's value. Like I feel like that can be judged as unfair. Totally agree. I totally agree. Not everyone. Everyone in this room, yeah, but there's a lot of people that gender-based wage gap. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of people out there who still believe that men are superior to women in the office or in the boardroom or whatever, and that shows when you look at the top levels of corporations and and companies. What about the know? what about the what's your you said it was opinion-based? What's your opinion on the the double standard of uh, promiscuity? Promiscuity. Nice um, word. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I definitely don't think it's fair. Like, I I can get it because I feel like it's it's values that have been, you know, instilled in us from very early time of like what an exact you know woman's role, men's role, relationship role is. I don't I don't think it's fair. I I don't know. I, this is the cleanest way that I could put it. Uh, my opinion, just clarifying it. I think if you're a slut, you're a slut. If you're a guy that sleeps around too much, I think herpes is herpes. If you get it, you got it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's gonna attack you. <laughs> Well, that, that's not an opinion. Well, no. well, 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 I think I think, that, I think it just kind of came into play. Like guys, guys are more slutty than women. Hundred percent. So, I'm, my opinion is, if you can't put it in your pants, and every single person you meet, you have to get inside of. Like, okay, there's an issue. We have to talk about it. But overlying, like the whole the world's view on it, I was thinking about it, taking myself out of my emotions and my body mm-hmm. from like a third person. I think. The logic is there's a tiny difference from being penetrated and penetrating. I think that is what people think is kind of the difference of why it is. That's I think it goes back way, way back to not, not being biological like that, but the same time that instilled the beliefs that women's breasts and, and vagina should always be covered. I think it goes back to the, to the beginnings of, of time. And in the beginning of time, I mean, you know the story of Adam, Adam and Eve, obviously. I think the, the beliefs were instilled that women are this uh, celestial and very protected body, and men were not. Men were meant to go sow their seed, find a lover, settle down when they're ready, and women were expected to wait on a man to to choose them. And I think I think as we continue to push on in society, that role is is changing, and that equality is starting, the, and the playing field is beginning to level. And there's still a lot of people, a lot of men, who are holding on to. The idea that men can do it and women can't. I'm just thinking out loud, so nobody like fucking Everyone, come at me. Should I put him in a chokehold? Maybe. Just strangle him out. Maybe. I mean, for the thumbnail, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, 
what you were saying is this. I think everybody could agree this. I think women's bodies way more valuable than than a man. Like, Why? I mean, like, I think this is how I see it. Both guys and girls always talk about how beautiful a woman's body is or how pretty it is or where they, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not a, not guys and girls are sitting around looking at a guy's body. Unless he's a fitness trainer and he's like, oh, okay, he's really working well, on his body. Why is it more valuable, George, using your words? What? What makes it more valuable, George, using your words? I honestly think it's a little bit more valuable. Like, like how much, like how babies how much come out of it? Yeah, well, look, it's important, but I don't know if it's more but valuable. I mean, but but, but that belief, if I had to but, put stocks in them, I'd put it in more than one. By the way, I would too. I would too. I'm just contesting you because I know people are going to be listening. Like, I'm a man. I... Dylan's back. Dylan's back. Dylan's back. Dylan, 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 Dylan. Listen, listen. Oh. I like this guy. So you're talking about quality, and men are just quantity. We, Thank you. Here, here's, here's the. <laughs> actually, I, I could get behind that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the question is this: Okay, if you have a car, if just, you have a car, right, and it's a and it's a Lamborghini, how many Lamborghinis do you see on the street? Not a lot. Exactly. So if we know about so and so, this girl, and she's every guy she meets, or and this guy, same thing. Every girl he meets, he's like sleeping with them, right? Do you think the value is how precious is it? What 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 happened to the car? <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. A, Lam a Lamborghini you see every once in a while. The, is you're it's saying that's, more that's the girl? Yeah, and or the guy. Prius. It, I'm talking. I'm talking about how many times somebody jumps into a Lamborghini. It's very rare. Unless you, you're Julia Rose, and you hit them both. <laughs> Amazing, but. Wait, but wait, wait. <laughs> My brother's got a Lamborghini. <laughs> My brother's got a bright blue Lamborghini. Wait a I've seen her in it on his Instagram story. <laughs> I, I think I think at the end of the day that that's just the you saying that is just the flip side of what we're talking about in this show. At the end of the day, we will end up in a place where human life is human life. No man is more will valuable we than any. I don't we will. Know. I, I think we will. I think we're. I think we're quickly on our way towards that. I think there's a lot of people out there who are thinking about things the right way. But you know, as long as we look at the penis which is the key to the lock as a key that can go in a million locks but the lock only being being able to accept one key in its life well i think we'll you know i know you, what it's not i mean sometimes more than one key can go in one lock I can now. I'm having trouble with the analogy. We're Anyways, genies, so, locks. <laughs> we, uh, analogies suck with this. Here, here's here's one thing I know. I met you when you first came here mm -hmm. from Texas. Yep. L.A. and uh, we did a show together. We did a picnic. This was probably a year plus ago, yeah. right on the night shift. Um, you were just uh, getting your feet wet in the toxic mm -hmm. nuclear sludge that is the Los Angeles scene. <laughs> Put it lightly. So, since then, I should have said STD ridden. Wow. I should have added another wow. hundred adjectives Ooh. there. You, re you really don't like LA, right? It's a disgusting it's fucking place. Uh, I love it. I love no, it, it, but the, the, but it's it's gross. Yeah. Also. It's disgusting. Um, since then, uh, the story of you has evolved, but so has the story of your relationships within the city. Mm -hmm. And I, I know he wants to talk about some, and I will get there, and yeah. and others. But I want to talk to you first about the people who you started Shag Mag with, because we've already we've already talked about the business side of yeah. things a little bit today. When it came to building Shag Mag, I'm the only woman that was helped like building Shag Mag and mm -hmm. really putting that on. It, when it came to having different girls brought on, five months in, yeah, I thought adding you know a couple more female faces would be a good idea at the time. Mm. Okay. But when it came to the building of Shag Mag, they were not involved. No. 
Seems like a topic that's not your favorite. It's not that it's not my favorite. It's just that I've been very careful about being public about even getting burned because you just, it's just, it's people will take what you say and twist it. And um, there were a lot of just like untrue things said around that. And I just never wanted to just like put them on the spot and really put it out there because at the end of the day, I know the truth. And it's like, if I know the truth at the end of the day, that's all that mattered to me. I didn't think everyone else needed to know the truth. Do you believe in taking the high road? In life, yeah, sometimes, definitely. Mm-hmm. I like how you said sometimes. Like sometimes. you're an honest person. Sometimes, sometimes you got to low sometimes blow. Them. You, sometimes yeah. you got to <laughs> punch somebody in the nuts. Sometimes you got to get on their level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe you do. One of those women, I believe, was your partner in the famous Game Five flashing mm-hmm. at the World Series. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. That was fun. <laughs> how, did Were you, you nervous? how did you plan that? It went into basically knowing I wanted to do something viral, yep. um, something around, you know, in the month of October for breast cancer. And then it went around, I love sports, and I knew that, like, obviously with the fan base being male-oriented, um, one of the sporting event would probably be the best idea to do something. And then it went into um, knowing where cameras were placed. And what sporting event do you know where the cameras are, where they are yep. all the yep. time? Yep. So football is out of question, obviously. Um, there was a couple different ideas and then it came down to baseball. So it was like, you always know baseball is going to be, the camera's always going to be pointed towards the batter. So what is the biggest sporting event in baseball? The World World Series. Series, So came down to planning out the World Series, knowing, you know, behind home plate, uh, home plate and just kind of rolling with that. Didn't know who was going to be in the World Series, how we were exactly going to do it. But how did you know the camera was on you? So we actually didn't, we did a lot of research and we're watching um, the first couple of games and we knew that the cameras, our tickets were right behind home plate, like right on the edge to where Mm. the camera would have been like cut off right at us. So when we actually got there, security came down and they were like, we know who you are. We had, we're stupid, but we had shag mag shirts just to be like sitting like, so you could see shag mag. Well, like I didn't think they would like. Well, you wanted to get two marketing plays. There you go. Yeah. The shirt first, then the tits. Yeah. And down, they were like, we know who you are. We like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to do some funny business here? So yeah, they basically came down like, listen, we know who you are. We need you to put your jackets on. And I was like, okay, no problem. Put our jackets on. Um, we're on the phone with some of our friend, uh, like friends and family that were watching the game. And they had purposely shifted over the camera. So now we were off camera oh. so they had moved our seats over to where we were just off camera and so we we're like we kind of gave it a couple innings to see if they would kind of go back and like give us another shot they didn't so it came down to like i, I remember watching the games and there was a staircase that was always on camera mm-hmm. on the other side so i was like listen this is what we're gonna do we're gonna go to the bathroom we're gonna drape our jackets and act like we're just you know going to the bathroom coming back and we're just gonna book it for the stairs and you're gonna get as far down the stairs as you can throw your jackets off and throw your shirts up You've you've weaponized your breasts. <laughs> Were you nervous? I, more anxious. I wasn't nervous. It was more of like, is this gonna go as planned? Is it gonna air? Is you know, are they gonna switch the cameras at the perfect time? Sure. Like, it was more of an anxious feeling of like, is it gonna go as planned or is it gonna not do anything? You know. It did. It did something. It went <laughs> as everybody who knows about this event knows. It went absolutely fucking mega viral. Yeah. And I mean, was that the biggest kind of? 
uh, public ploy that you've done for Shag? I would say it was probably yeah the for Shag Mag, yeah, hundred percent, right? yeah. Crazy. I'm so intrigued. I had to do this when I did the uh, the double dabs at the Olympics. Olympics yeah. You have to uh, know where the cameras are, yeah. and more importantly, when they're on. That's why yeah. I, was, I was I was stunned at. So it's, I actually, it's not. It's a strategic uh, awareness. Yeah, yeah, I actually talked to who was in charge of the cameras for the World Series for um, Fox, and he he works out at my gym. Well, he's getting fired now. No, <laughs> no. So like, he came up to me and he was like, "You almost made me lose my job," and I was like, "Yeah, like no hard feelings." And he was like, "The moment that we had did it, someone just so happened to call his name, and he turned." Shut. The so when we did it, someone called his name, he turned, and that's when we went for it. And then by the time he turned back, it had already aired. He literally said it was literally just that split moment that someone had did you feel more bad that he almost lost his job or that he didn't see your boobs <laughs> well you know there's like you can record it he right? saw it after uh, he saw he saw it he yeah, <laughs> but it's not it's not anywhere on i actually uh, i seen it somewhere seen it? yeah somewhere <laughs> somewhere yeah picked yeah. up but picked up by everybody barstool i mean how many how many new followers did you get the next day or the, in the next week after that happened? i think overall within the week like five hundred thousand. crazy okay yeah you okay. got kicked out. You can't go to any more baseball games ever. Yeah. Ever? Ever. Yeah, I'm permanently banned. Life, life banned. <laughs> Did, haven't you already snuck back in one time or you were saying you were going to? I can't remember. There was like something. Yeah, I ended up like back at the stadium like the next day. And then like the next game, I was like planning. But I was like, it's too fresh. It's too new. If you either like threw on a fake mustache or just grew out your mustache, there's yeah. a chance you could... <laughs> We have some mustache. I'm working on it. It's we no do. shave November. We do. We do. Oh, it is no shave November. It's no shave November. It's no nut November. I know. Tough Fail business. both of those <laughs> in the first four days. The shave one I thought I had, but that's that was a crazy. Uh, that was a crazy little experiment. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Fantastic Thanks. job. Thanks. I think you started dating my brother right after that. Yeah. Well, me. So me and Jake had been. The beginning of our relationship was super private. We had been like talking not even like dating but you know how to like just like we had been communicating and talking during that whole thing i remember like i told him i went out um to washington i was like yeah i'm just like doing some work out here like didn't want to give anything like obviously i wanted to tell him but i know yeah. i knew i couldn't tell yeah. him and so i remember him like seeing it on twitter after he's like oh that was the work you were trying <laughs> to do and i was like i'm sorry bro he's a viral <laughs> stunt himself yeah. like he, he he fucking gets it he trust definitely, me he, he it, definitely gets it definitely. i love how you have to hide your identity like you're batman you're like i gotta go do stuff I'll be <laughs> yeah, back. <like> secret <laughs> <laughs> he can't take his mask off but you can take your shirt off all right i got it Yo, speaking of speaking of which, if you go all the way back to that time in history, the Impulsive Show had called Julia Rose's rise prior to all of this stuff happening. I mean, you remember? Oh, yeah. You remember the faux crush that I you had? You had a crush yeah, on you her. Remember that? Well, I mean, it was Why like an internet. Well, it was like an internet thing. I was like, yo, this is my my Instagram crush, yeah. Dylan. You remember this very well, right? And this was we we have a long track record of calling hype before it happens on the show. We called Quibi. I mean, we should start keeping a list. <laughs> He's like, we call Quib... Julie Rose Quibby. Oh, my God. You're like the Simpsons. You just call everything. You have one, Mike. <laughs> we should start keeping a list is what I'm getting at, I guess. But right around I'm that time... I'm not giving you 20%, Mike. No, nah, even. <laughs> That's what, I want. You, That's what I want. But then you got snagged and shag magged by Jake, yeah. Paul, some, somewhere in that vicinity. And you guys met. You were hired to do his music video, right? Yes. He called me the night before. He's like, "Yo, I, like our main girl dropped out. Do you have anyone?" I was like, I, "I, I don't, I don't, I don't have anyone. I'm sorry." And then the next day, he's like, "Yeah, we got this girl, Julia Rose. She's yeah. super hot. We had great chemistry <laughs> on set." And so, what happened? Sparks just started flying. Yeah, I mean, it was on these days, and I just, yeah, it was definitely. Um, 
I don't know how in detail I should go on this, but I mean, the day we met, it was it was day what? Very. Very. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan said very. It was just. You know, obviously, me and Jake had never met before the music video, and you you know in Hollywood, you hear Jake's name, and you, there's a million different opinions around it when his name comes up, yeah. and so I just went into it with an open mind, literally just to be on the music video, was going to help him out, whatever, and there was just a very specific moment where we um, we sat in a, like, we were fully clothed, we were waiting for the um, next set, and I was just kind of sitting in the bathroom, fully clothed, like, we were just chilling, and it was like a glass wall, and you could, like, oversee the city, and we had, you know, had just been filming for a little bit by then. And it was the first time he, like, sat next to me and without cameras. Like, it felt like every corner he turned, it was just, like, mm-hmm. just, like, 24-7. And it was the first time that I got to kind of sit with just him. And it was just kind of like, I was like, does it ever get old? Like, you just are always, you know, having to put on a face and always having to, like, be this person. I was like, does it ever get exhausting? And we just kind of had, like, a quick, like, 15-minute conversation of, like, kind of getting a sneak peek of that Jake. And... It was just like a really cool moment to have. No one sees that side of Jake. No, no one. And that was, yeah, I mean, the first, so that was like our first night meeting and it was just, you know, we went back to set and, you know, he puts on this like, you know, you're back in the music video set and it <laughs> puts is the a, platinum grill back in. Yeah, you yeah. know, pops that thing back <laughs> yeah. in, messes his hair up. Yep, yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was just like that special like one-on-one moment that I was not really expecting at all from him and um, kind of just... You were a trooper. You you stuck by him during some of his most like controversial times. I remember. Uh, I remember when he had that thing with um, was it Zane? Was it Zane? Yeah. Uh, Malik in Vegas, Vegas mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, Gigi mm-hmm. tweeted at him. Tweet went viral. It's like yo, this kid's like a fu-. like. Did that affect your guys' relationship at all, or were you confident enough in in it that it didn't bother you? It didn't bother me only, I think because, so when, when Jake and I first met, our relationship was very, like very private. I don't think really anyone knew when we had like first started talking and it was actually when he was in training camp mm. um, the first time. So like the beginning stages of our relationship were training pa- training camp Jake and Big Bear locked away completely sober. And, like, oh yeah. Me driving up there and just kind of experiencing that. And I think having that like, you know, getting to know Jake mm. Um, kind of helped throughout, like after coming out of training camp and after the fight when, you know, kind of went back to like the real world, kind of go- me mentally going back to that place and knowing like after everything boils down, like truly, genuinely, like who he was is kind of what kept me like stable. Yep. I was there for the Big Bear thing. Do you remember that party you threw for him? Birthday party. Yeah. And I, wa- I after that whole time I was there, I pulled him aside and you could ask him, I said, you have a great person next to you. Cause I saw the way he was really stressed and the things that he was going on. He wasn't having it. Yeah. And when, cause he remember he didn't think you were there. He thought you were in LA. Yeah. It was for his birthday. We went, um, he thought every, no one was going to come up and I planned like a surprise birthday. Had everyone come Everybody. up to Big Bear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were there. I was there. We were yeah. All there. Yeah. We were all there. And when I saw him walk in and see you and the way he lit up, like the real Jake, not like the on camera Jake. Yeah. I saw that you like his listen, at the end of the day, Jake's Jake. So when you have a girl I've never met, sometimes I'll think to myself, Okay, is she actually here for him or Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when I saw the way you guys were together, I I, I did appreciate your guys' love together. I yeah. Did, I I liked it. Do you think being adopted has uh impacted your ability in relationships or your relationship acumen if you will I don't know I was only like half so I had my mom like my mom's Mm. my biological mom and then um, my dad came in 
um, and kind of like raised me from a really young age. I don't think, I think more so my mom, we've, I've had a very chaotic childhood of just like chaos. And mm. like, I think it's made me really, really accepting at the end of the day, like people are all going to make mistakes. Mm. And I think my mom really taught me that of like how to just accept other people for their mistakes and not try and like hold them too accountable. And I think my mom really, really instilled that in me. So I think when it came down to Jake, I think obviously like when you have a giant platform, your, mis- I, your mistakes are going to be highlighted. And I'm not going to say like he's innocent by any means on a lot of different things, but like I feel like every single person, anybody sits behind this mic and says they've never made a mistake is lying. And if I they had, I haven't. Oh God. My, I've I can, never I can wrong in not, my Not one. Not one. We should frame him. We should put him in a, <laughs> in a vault. I'm planning on making a bust of Mike. Yeah. 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 Ceramic. <laughs> Ceramic so, bust. So wait, so you have this great, relationship with jake paul and obviously you know it's it's gone up until this day today perfectly you guys no, haven't split no, you've been no. dating right <laughs> i was like where is this going and there's Listen, some who, fu- who fucked it up what happened yeah, what happened it was Listen, beautiful it was so beautiful no it was just like 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 i said having the beginning steps of the relationship be that locked away jake and big bear and then coming back to the real world after the fight that was my first experience dating in the industry at all like i hadn't dated anyone at all in a scene or anything like that and it is hard when real life fucking hits you normal relationships are already fucking hard normal relationships day-to-day are hard and when you add all the stress of like the media and people's opinions and like already normal relationship shit it it's fucking hard Mm. so it got to the point where we both made a lot of different mistakes and we had we're learning a lot i mean we're both super young to begin with so i still feel like we each have a lot of learning to do and it just got toxic. Like it just kind of the buildup. We kind of, you know, we've talked about it and it's like, you know, when you like try and protect someone and you like tell lies or you tell little white lies to try and protect them and it ended up just backfiring. And then like you end up hurting them anyways. And mm. it was just kind of mm. that type of cycle where it was just like at the end of the day, it's like, I love this person. I adore this person, but maybe this isn't the best for this person at this moment. It's yeah. Once, once you start to notice that toxic yeah. nature it's really hard to get out of that yeah it, it really is that's why i always try to tell people who are coming to the end of a relationship like if you feel it getting to that point you should probably cut it before somebody does something too yeah. fucked up but it's know? hard because i feel like when you love someone and you really genuinely care about someone you want to see it succeed yeah and you put so much time and effort into trying to make something work the last thing you want to do is just give up mm-hmm. you know which you didn't and now months and months and months go by, and I, I, I think there's one even uh, other point we want to bring up here that was in between your current relinking uh, with Jake, and I, I think it's you being strangled by someone. I saw this video. This, is, this video came out. You were you were having a lunch or something with our friend Harry mm-hmm. Jowsey, who we had on this podcast, and you guys were like smooching and stuff. And I, you know, I watched the video and then. I paused on this frame. Is this is so what what happened? What happened? Like how, so what did, was this like he just you guys remember you're in public? <laughs> yes. I don't remember the exact conversation. I honestly can't remember <laughs> what was exactly being said at that exact was moment. It about probably vote, you're was about it about pass out. voter fraud or something? Like did he think that all ballots should be counted even up until after postmarked? Like what it the fuck? It could be such a meme for so many different reasons. Bro, I well, we were talking to Harry. I said, bro, like, uh, looks like things are going really well for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, okay, so you were, you were dating Harry for a little bit or something? Cause okay. I mean, okay, so backstory is, oh, here, we go. Oh, here we go. We need tea. Here we go. <laughs> we got it. 
No, but um, so like I said, the very beginning of Jake and I's relationship, super private. And then as things got more public, people kind of saw more of the inside of things. Me and Jake had been broken up since the beginning, I believe, of June, June or yeah, July. So it's time. been it's been like four four to five months um, since me and Jake. And we cut it like it was very like like super harsh of just like stop communication. Cold turkey we did not cut. talk at all. Yeah. We weren't oh, at, yeah. at no communication at all. So it's been like four months. Um, and then Harry was the first person I had dated, if you can say dated in the scene. We connected early in October. He was on my podcast, The Shit Show. Um, I think it was like October 2nd. Super platonic at that point. Didn't even hang out after the show. Like it was just kind of like he left after the podcast. And then a couple weeks later, slid in my DMs. And I was kind of like, you know what? Like it's been four to five months. Like why not try something new, you know? And um, I think it was like October 19th, like somewhere in mid-October, we kind of took like a spontaneous little trip to Malibu and kind of just connected over that. And it was fun and spontaneous. And then it's literally been like a week. When did the strangling begin? <laughs> You're like, yeah, what's like the I'm worst like that could happen? Like I'm on like a domestic violence, like commercial. <laughs> like we, love, we love Harry. He never, he never strangled any, no. anyone. No. Unless they wanted to. And yeah, fully yeah, willing. yeah, it's <laughs> consensually. Yeah. No, I mean, but it was like, it was super fast. And it was just like, I mean, you know, Harry, like, even on my podcast, and I don't know if he was like this on your podcast, he was very, like, wanting love. Just, like, very oh adamant about, like, I want love. Like, And I felt like, you know those people that just, if they're looking for a relationship through anything, it was like, they'll take any kind of, like, relationship that they can get. Mm. And it was super, like, super fast. And, like, a lot, a lot of different red flags came up. I mean, even, like, paparazzi like uh, it was very weird to me that paparazzi randomly showed up at like 10 a.m on like a random tuesday do you think he texted you, well them? yeah do you think i, mean, that I was asked planned? i asked he said like he said no but it was very just like certain red flags would pop up to where it was like certain mentions of like he was like he always would bring up like yeah like my ex um when we first started dating you know made me block you like i wasn't allowed to follow you and it was almost like a flex like type thing of like like almost like he was flexing like a new rolex you know what i mean like just very like oh, look at my new, like, this is what's going on. And I was adamant about, like, I didn't want to be posted. I didn't want to be around paparazzi. Like, I didn't, people just have so many opinions. And especially, like, in the beginning of me and Jake, super private. Like, I like to be private. I like to, like, make sure it's something super genuine before getting, like, everything else involved. Were you in Malibu, correct? Mm hmm And this was the Hollywood fix? No, this wasn't in Malibu. Wasn't this Malibu. was, like, was back West in, Hollywood yeah, West Hollywood. Oh, okay. I was just trying to figure out why they weren't at the TikTok house. <laughs> to, to be fair uh you know he's he's pretty relatively highly paparazzi you know what i'm saying i mean he's he's on he's on fix i feel like he's really really highly paparazzi but has anyone like ever attacked you at 11 a.m on a tuesday he's while been, you're eating yeah, brunch he's been attacked ever at every possible place they're, they'll <laughs> get you julia yeah. they're, they're, the, the most surprising that I remember, I was uh, dating Tana Manjo when they showed up. <laughs> no, well, we called them there. That was that was a ploy. That was a, that was a, that was a stunt. That was the first time I called the paparazzi. Yeah, I was uh, I was at, I was in a a random isolated beach in Hawaii. Twenty minute hike to get there, type shit. And somehow there were paparazzi pictures that came out. And I remember the next day, I was like, I think I was like 21, 22. I was like, oh my god, this. This world is crazy. It is vicious. These yeah. people will do anything to get these shots. If they get, I don't get how if it's they, legal. If they get one tip, one, yo, this, they're at this cove in, in uh, Kauai. They're there. How? With their long lens. They just, I also don't know how it's legal, but it's it's why you see celebrities and 
uh, people getting paparazzi yeah. freak out. It's 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 incredibly invasive. Like yeah. we had a we had the dude from Hollywood Fix on this podcast. Fletch. Yeah, Fletch, because uh, I f- I'm fascinated by the 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 moral compass that you either do or don't have when you're when you are a pop. Yeah. Um. But uh, look, w- for whatever reason, it obviously didn't work out with Harry. No, I mean, like I said, just different. I mean, even besides the paparazzi of just like wanting to post and like do certain like mm. I don't know, it was just like I'm not really big on posting and like. Okay, but then what hap- What happened that you showed up back at Jake's house? <laughs> so um, <laughs> we kind of like I said, we've talked for like a week, right, from like the spontaneous Malibu trip. And don't get me wrong, like it was fun. Like we definitely vibed. Like it was definitely a vibe. I definitely brought up like different concerns of like he was heavily like really invested in the scene and you know the posting and the paparazzi was just really weird to me um but we ended up going out one night and a couple of his friends had just mentioned just another couple like different like things that kind of rubbed me wrong and um i kind of just cut i was just like listen like it it just didn't i kind of said i felt like he was dating me for the wrong reasons like i just felt like he was trying to see me for the wrong reasons and i cut it off did you try to marry him Oh, my God. Okay, listen. We were drunk in Vegas. Oh, my God. I've married my friends in Vegas. They do, like, these... I've married those two girls. Yeah, Yeah. I've married my friends in Vegas. It wasn't, like, a freaking... Let's get, like... I get it when you hear marriage. It's, like... But to me, it's, like, getting married in Vegas is, like... You just wanted to. You just wanted to get married casually. Yeah, is casually. Wait, 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 isn't that legal? That's like a yeah, legal yeah, marriage. Yeah, like no, it's not. Oh, you it's have not. to okay. go. Like when you find, well, you, you can get legally married. Like you have to go to the courthouse, get a marriage license, and that's when we found out like all that shit was going. Like you had to go through all those steps, and that's where we're like, okay, whatever. Like, but it was, it was not like a, oh, we're gonna get married. Well, well, whatever you did or didn't do, upset Harry. I want to play a a little clip. Yeah, I have a I clip. Mean, <laughs> Well, I mean, you proposed to him. Of course, he's gonna be. I did not All right, propose whatever. to yeah. him. The man was at a steakhouse, and they popped him, and here's what went down. Oh, yo, hey. What's up, man? How are you? Good, good, good. What's going on with uh, with Julia, man? I saw that she posted when she was hanging out with Jake again. Shit, it's crazy. That's how I found out she was cheating on me. So that's wow. pretty. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh well, it is what it is. Wow. And it's so funny because in the text that I sent when I had actually reconnected with Jake, I did send him a text, and I was like. Like, I know it's like, I'm, we're going to see each other out. Like, I don't want to be weird. And I said it is what it is. Like, just like no hard feelings. You know what I mean? So it's so you, funny. You said you said to him it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's that's uh, that's tough. That's tough to hear, dude, because sometimes you don't want it to be what it is. Logan, <laughs> <laughs> a week. Um, you, but you maybe you're easy this. to fall in love with. Maybe no, it's, maybe no, it's your fault. It's, it's him. It's we, fault. It's him. We know. See, this is one of those other double standards. It's, it's my fault. Hey, I said maybe. You're easy to fall in love with. It's your fault that no, you're listen, so like we easy did to fall vibe. in love like, I I'm was, being facetious, obviously. A we, week? Am I the only one that's kind of like... Bro, bro, this is such thing as love at first sight. Uh, wait. Uh, he was on a dating show. Guys, can okay, I... Okay, s- okay, but this is the question. This is the main question I have. Why is he not being grilled? He was seen with Larsa Pippen two days before he was seen with me mm-hmm. why aren't they grilling him about that we got offered for her to come on the show by the way i, th- I, th- I think would, she's I a syrian by be, the way i think that would be an incredible show she's got she's got secrets that no one on this show has ever fucking heard before that, that girl has has done some fucking things in this city but what i'm like that? that's why isn't the paparazzi grilling him about like hey larsa pippen like you were seen with her two days ago and now you're seen with Drew. that's like, the double standard i'm talking about but then it's like oh but he can say like and for, there was not cheating, like, there was not, I know, I guess, listen, I have been the advocate, I know how bad it looks, I totally understood, I knew it was gonna look bad the minute I saw Jake, I knew that was kind of, like, the repercussions I was gonna have to pay, like, 
this is gonna look terrible, but do you give a fuck? No, I feel like you don't give a fuck. You, I feel like you never. I've never gotten the vibe from you in the amount of time that I've known you that you give a fuck not once. I give a fuck because I, I don't like hurting. I genuinely do not like hurting people. And I give a fuck of like, I want people to know the truth. But then at the end of the day, that's where I say like, as long as I know the truth and like know like what happened, I, even as shitty as it does look or seem. And it could we could have had, you know, a little bit more space in between. Maybe I should have given him more time. But at the end of the day, like I want to be happy. And I fucking adore Jake. And he's what he's genuinely what makes me happy. So why do I have to like put my happiness on the side to make other people happy. For sure. Are like, you guys redating, you and Jake? I think right now we've, we've kind of just kind of agreed of like, he's literally like, I can genuinely say like my best friend. He's the person I can make pasta with at 3 a.m. and stay awake until 5 a.m. just laughing with. I think right now he's dating the fight. Like he's, uh. he's gearing up for this really, really crazy fight and taking it day by day. You know, I'm not seeing anyone else, but I, I know that when it comes to fighting, you have to put all your time, attention, and focus into that. So... Being there for him, making hey, sure. Hey, 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 hey. Don't fuck this up for him. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, does that worry no, you at all? No, seriously. No, seriously. What do you mean? Why would I fuck this up uh, for him? A woman Mental can games. get in your head well, no, that's like what, I know crazy that. before. I know if he that. sees you if he sees you out with another, like, please, y'all. I know you're a woman. You want to have fun. You want to be happy. Just, like, hold down the fort for the next you. for the next month. <laughs> it's just a month, please. Because, like, it's tough when you're in that, when you're in fight camp and then, you have a, a a partner, a piece of you that you also have yeah. to worry about, and that really affects your mood. First, but remember, this isn't my first training camp. True. This right. is my second, and you gave me the same talk at the first one. Did I? Did I fuck it up? No. Exactly. But you guys were you guys were exclusive, exclusive. You're in some weird like X back and forth limbo no, right no, now, and not, that can it's get. No, it's not in limbo right now. Dang. It's I'm not seeing other people, but I'm also not gonna like put escrow. stress of like yes. <laughs> putting a label on it. Actually, actually, because you know that time he was on impulsive. Yeah. He yeah wrote which me, one of the twelve times? Oh, oh, he, he wrote, wrote me you. A poem. He wrote you a poem. So I wanted to continue the tradition. Oh. I wanted to write him a poem. Julia got a poem from my brother Jake. Poem, 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 poem. Wait, you can't flash poem. the lights. What if it's bad? It's not no, it's gonna be good. Then we have red lights, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Stand by. And you have like the buzzer for me. Wait, we'll add it in. Okay, you ready? I'm kind of nervous. You got it. <laughs> okay. Dear Jake Paul. Okay. Once upon a time. You said that even in bad weather, you promised that you would love me forever. Finding someone like you is what life is about. But just like with Gib, our love round one was a real knockout. Listen, I don't want to be too impulsive and say that this time is different. But I think it's time we are both super transparent. They said happily ever afters don't happen in Hollywood. But after these days, I think that it could. I'll always be there to look at the stars and show you the Big Dipper and you'll always be my favorite water bottle flipper. So that even though you aren't drinking, let's make a toast and cheers to you beating Nate Robinson first and foremost. Here's to hoping that my love is still your favorite drug. Let me know if you need a dealer and I can get you the plug. <laughs> Jake Paul, I really love you without a doubt. I can't wait until I see you next. We should make out. We can put on some slow music and even light some candles. Fletcher can film. Nah, better yet, we all know that our love is what is actually too hot to handle. Oh, shit! Wow! You just shut this shit down. Oh, my God. Wow. I got goosebumps. You shut... Wow. Oh Holy shit. Wow. Welcome back to the Poets Corner. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. Uh, that was that was fantastic, Julia. Thank you. Thank you. Love wow. you, Love you Wow. We'll see. We'll see what we'll see what happens this time around. But I'm rooting for you both. I really liked. I really liked you guys in a relationship. It really hurt to see my brother. As sad as he was Listen, during the tumultuous time, I just you cooked all the time too. You would always cook I the ranch all sloppy the time. Joes. Yeah, I was so drunk, <laughs> and it was per You know when you're fucked up, and that one person hands you like the slice of pizza yeah. or the sloppy. That's her, dude. You know, know. he never stopped being sad either. By the way, you know don't that, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> He's probably happy now. It's just tough. Like yeah. I don't know, and you can probably yeah. give me some <laughs> advice for this because you've been in it longer than me. But I think <laughs> what's tough for me is, especially coming from small town Texas traditional relationship values are so like put on you just like i mean the boundaries on a woman's body you know what i mean and they're we're always taught like one man one woman woman like traditional relationships but i don't think traditional relationships work in this scene it, it is so circumstantial honestly uh it's it's so hard to say there's no advice i can give you other than like you need to identify what you want he needs to identify what he wants and if they line up perfect yeah. but like I'll speak uh, anecdotally. I like the idea of a traditional relationship. It's me and my girl. That's it. Yeah. I, I don't even have it. I don't. Even, I'm not even trying to have the dude who's like, yo, like, baby, can we have a threesome? And like, we're in LA. Like, yeah. that's just not for me. Like, I, I'm so happy and comfortable with her. But a lot of people want that open relationship. They want the ability to even, explore. Yeah, I mean, not even. It's just. It's tough of like, you, you know, you're taught like marriage is like, or even relationships is like so bounding and like giving each other the freedom not even like i'm not even saying like the threesomes an open relationship but like like letting each person be their individual person while growing together has been because i feel like in texas you like you get married you have kids you're like raising this family building something together but i feel like here being young with your careers and stuff it's hard to like let each person individually become a different person while also coming together i uh I, I envy the relationships that do that. I often think about like Beyonce, Jay Z. Yeah, like but how? I have no idea. Uh, there's a, there's like a true there's a king and a queen, and somehow they balance each other perfectly. Like you have you have very much uh, alpha male energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're a CEO. Uh, the way you move is is uh, you know you're you're different than most women. Like you, you just are. So there's like a balance. I'm sure that Jake, Jake, he's he's iterated to me. He's yeah. he's not used to it. Like it's you're you're just different. You know, you yeah. have a business, you have a career, you have goals, aspirations, and uh, a set of values that you stick to. And uh, sometimes it is hard when you have a woman who's that independent, who like knows what she wants and is yeah. gonna is willing to do what it takes to get that. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough navigating for sure. Especially with all of this. What? All of this what? Just like even like, like I get it, the hairy thing. And like, you know, even having to be like a, a person who does like have want rebounds or like navigate what? Biden won Michigan. Well, we knew, we knew Biden that. won Michigan. We, we I was like, that. thought it had Biden's closing on 27. No, no, not at all. No, he won Michigan. He, he's he's the, at 260. He's six away. If he wins Nevada, which... Nevada's, Nevada's close. I bet he will. The issue right now is I just don't know that he actually took Arizona. I think Arizona may have been called prematurely. Ben Shapiro had been reporting that the the lead was... Uh, Who got Nevada? It's still no, up. No, it's, it's still it's up, up right now. 75% complete votes. And yeah. they're, they're, he's leading... Biden's leading by 8,000. It's in, it's insane. This race is... You should, you, do you ever think about capitalizing on the election fever with some theme-based... Did you do it? Yeah, did you do like it? She did. She voted. Uh, oh, that's true. That's but, but, true. You're but right. You yeah. know how Tana incentivized people to vote with uh Tana did something. Yeah. 
Oh, she Tana, Tana did, did something. Yeah, she did no, something she did. where it's like, yo, go she vote. She also said you're the reason why uh, me and Lana broke up in that her last video. I I like I want to go ahead and <laughs> stick my foot down. I I like kind of took offense to that. Not not only was I the reason that y'all came together, but I, I'll go ahead and take like a decent amount of, of credit for Keep. encouraging you that th there was something special yeah, there. Yeah, like I sure. worked hard, for dude. Sure, for sure. I, yo, man, I don't know about that. I'm like, Mike, you got this is a great girl for you. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Stay in it. I'm gonna do How's this. that going? I'm gonna do, also broken let's up? do all that on the shit show tomorrow because uh, I'm on your show yeah. tomorrow. The podcast, the shit yeah. show. Yeah, because I want to stay on you because otherwise I'll get flamed by the fucking audience. Oh, Fantastic. All right. all right. That's, that's all I got. Oh, all that's right. it? Yeah, that's all I got. You don't have to grumble about anything else. You need to throw one jab at me. All right, ready? No, I yeah, told you. We're, we're like a nice. We're not. Yeah, but I need at least one from you. Okay. Or I know it's not love. Let like, me, let me think. Let me come think. on. Uh, Give me something. I'll pull out my notes. No, because I was also scared to make like, like even like the way I introduce you, like our guest today makes a lot of racks with her rack. Like, I, is yeah, this? You gotta own what you do. No, I know, but I've been canceled so many times. I'm like, I, like what are you? Lo what are you looking for? Are you looking to get singed right now, burned? Like, no, I just know that when it comes to you and Logan, like the way y'all show love is kind of like tough love. Like it's the same. Like, and I know that we're not. Are, we're not big into roasting, though. We're not roasting, but y'all do throw jabs. Like I've I mean, been around y'all plenty of times where you throw. I said. I said she's with my brother for now. Like, okay, was that well, a yeah, jab? That was a jab. <laughs> I mean, I could come up with a quick freestyle, but that didn't work out too well last time. How are we supposed to talk shit after that poem? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the other thing too. Okay. We would look like dickheads. Such good vibes. Um, All right. You you can do it. You're you're gonna be wonderful and great. <laughs> oh God, this is terrible. <laughs> you just want to know. No, can I can I ask you one last question? Because yeah. maybe you'll roast yourself. Can you can you can you rank the four following moderate speed burgers, please, in order from best to worst? Burgers? Yes. I don't eat meat. All right, that's the end of the show today. <laughs> it's actually not. It's enough. actually not. I got one more game. I forgot. Oh, I have no. a game. Okay, okay. Wait, I wait, have wait, a game. I want to play a game. No, no, this is very Dylan esque. But uh, Caleb. Caleb gave us a game. Yeah, Caleb. It's called uh, it's called Flash or Pass with Julia Rose. Do I get the flash? Sure. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah. I, I, we all have girlfriends, so like I can't. Okay, okay, no, like, no, no, no. I got so nervous. I know would be I got so nervous. The, the entertainer me was like, yeah, this would be great programming. The boyfriend of me was like, I don't uh, don't know what. No, never no, seen. and then it flash of like you're like, don't do anything to cause stress. I'm like, okay, huh? no, yeah, no. I guess we'll start with the pass right now. <laughs> we'll start with the pass. Flash or pass with Julie Rose. Okay. Would you uh, do you have the guts to flash these people, places, or scenarios? Yeah, let's do it. All right, ready? I'm excited. Okay, here we go. And answer truthfully. Okay. okay. Your favorite restaurant. Oh, yeah. Flash. I've already done that. At your favorite restaurant? I mean, maybe not my favorite restaurant. I've definitely done it at a restaurant. What is your favorite I'm talking restaurant? to you like you're at Catch in, in the scene. Oh, yeah. A I, yeah. You would? A thousand percent. Right. The president. You yeah. Donald Trump was actually at the World Series when I flashed. Really? So she yeah. did it. So, so I did that one. Wow. So Donald Trump has seen your titties, is Probably. what you're saying. We're going to title that this episode. <laughs> <laughs> would you flash your parents straight up? My dad's probably not. No, my mom, yes. But I'm sure they've seen, like, they saw the World Series. So, I mean, I guess I already did that, too. That's got to be an experience, huh? Seeing your If you had senior a daughter daughters. flash the World Series, you'd be mad? Uh, I, I don't. Uh, my kid's life is, is her life. I, I wouldn't be mad at all, whatever she wants to do. But I would be lying if I said it wouldn't give you like it would. I'd be like, oh, like that's my daughter. Those are my daughter's. Can boobs. you imagine being her, her dad that day, like sitting back on the recliner, cracking a Paps Blue Ribbon down there and fucking definitely drinks Laredo, Texas. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's watching the dude wind up for a pitch and 
there's this sweet innocent daughter's rack on the screen for the whole world to <laughs> Why see. Why is it so bad? It's it's uh it's not unless you're your dad. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Got it. All right, Got with it. your dad's the friends. Super Bowl. Oh yes, but uh, the thing is, I don't want to be indefinitely banned from football because that would suck. I yeah. love football. Okay, okay, okay. Your wedding. It's the best day of your <laughs> life. It's your wedding. Would you bring them out? No, probably not. Because I don't want the attention to be on that that's on my class. wedding. Like that's I want. Class. <laughs> that's class. What if it was your Vegas wedding with Harry Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> then would you do it? I would pass hard <laughs> on that one. All right, all right, all right. Jake. Yes. And. What? My mom. Oh, Pam! You're gonna put Pam. Would on you? The... I feel like Pam would be down. Be I feel like Pam would flash, like flash with flash me. You back. She'd be so she would flash with me. She would flash with me. Has anybody so seen down. airplane mode? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you did full frontal nudity for airplane mode. <laughs> Literally, I'm not kidding. Wait, wait. Pam had full. F- we don't gotta talk about it. All right. I, I want to Thank know. you for watching this episode of Impulsive. Julie Rose. Julie Rose. Everybody. Yes. You guys can follow her on Instagram at it's underscore Julia Rose. She is shadow banned, so you'll have to look for her <laughs> an hour and a half. Hit that subscribe button. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.